what are you reading these days, and what lessons can you apply from it to your own writing? That's the question I ask my audience at least once a month, sometimes more, because I've been doing my monthly book reviews of my fiction reads, so that's what I'm doing today. Here's my latest fiction read, surprising no one. It is another Star Wars book. This is um, Star Wars The High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Okay, so this is the second book of a trilogy. I reviewed the first one, I, can, I guess, maybe a few months ago, whatever, um, when I read it. The High Republic is a new, um, I guess, newish canon initiative that they're doing um, in books, um, both young adult and adult, and some comics, too. Um, it's, it takes, takes place about 200 years before the movies, so it's his new characters um, who we, we have not been introduced to before. At least I hadn't. I'm a, I don't know if they've been if they've been anywhere else in Disney's new canon, but um, these are a, a new cast of Jedi characters um, from the High Republic, i.e. the days when the Old Republic was, you know, at its height and, and in all its glory and such. I know there are some other Old Republic comics and video games and things like that. Most of those old ones are no longer canon because Disney has, um, has like, revamped everything. But this initiative, the High Republic, I guess is how they're beginning to rebuild that. But um, some of those took place, like, thousands and thousands of years before the movies and were very different. I mean, I've, I've only read... Um, bits and pieces of them myself. That's um, the one area of Star Wars lore that I'm probably the weakest in. Um, these take place only 200 years before the movies, so I mean it's still a long time ago, but not like a long time ago. Like you know, Yoda's still alive because um, he, he, he's older than, two, older than 200, and he's been with, with the Jedi for a while. Um, he's not really a character in these books because I think they wanted to introduce new characters, but he's mentioned as being part of the Jedi Order. Um, so, like I said, there's comics, there's um, young adult novels of the High Republic. I'm not sure if, I, if I'll get to all those. I'm not sure if I'll get to those, but there's at least a a trilogy of um, of you know full length novels for adults. This one's like 400 pages, and you know it's clearly meant for adult nerds like me who who, who like that kind of thing. So um, this is book two of a trilogy. Book three is out now, I believe. Um, I think it, I think it came out this year. I have not read it yet. So hopefully in a few months or something like that. Um, my birthday's in June. Might ask for it for my birthday. Um, but here's book two. So let me tell you what I thought of this one and kind of um, you know ups and downs and everything. Um, the interesting thing is. Um, that I thought was interesting is well one one interesting thing is these three books even though it's a trilogy um, they're all by different authors you know when, I, I don't know what's what's Disney's thing about taking the Star Wars trilogy and giving each part to a different author or director wah, wah, no um, we saw how that worked out really well with the sequel trilogy um, not sure if it was everyone's favorite thing um, and, and I mean for the record this is off topic but I don't think it was solely either. Um, J.J. Abrams' fault or Ryan Johnson's fault that the trilogy wasn't unified. It was just the fact that they were both working on it with no, with no um, overarching vision. Um, and it makes me wonder when, when I re read like franchise books like this, like how much do the authors coordinate with each other, how much do they plan together versus just um, kind of taking their own thing. I don't know the answer to that. I'd love to know if I ever get a chance to either collaborate with, on, on something like this, maybe in the future once I'm established. I don't know. But anyway. Um, um, so these are by different authors, um, but I did not feel the same sense of disunity we had in, in the sequel trilogy. I was just uh, making that kind of as a joke reference. But the first one was by Carl Soule. Um, that, that, that's not this one. That's, that's the, um, it's called Light of the Jedi. This one, um, The Rising Storm, is by Kevin Scott. This is book two. Um, I read one of Kevin Scott's books before. He also wrote, he's, he's written some other Star Wars stuff. I read one of his called Dooku Jedi Lost. It's actually an audio book originally, although I'm not really an audio guy. I've done a video about, about that before. Um, I, I read the I read it as a, as a the, the the print version. 
And I think the third one, which I haven't read yet, is by Claudia Gray. Um, so it's out there. Anyway, um, yeah, the man's hands even tired. Uh, so as a second book, I mean, it's good, but it feels incomplete, which makes sense because, I mean, it's the second installment. I'd be like, if you watched The Last Jedi without watching The Rise of Skywalker or watched Empire Strikes Back, to use a more um, liked example, if you watch Empire Strikes Back without watching Return of the Jedi or if, or if you, you know, watch The Two Towers without watching Return of the King, it's kind of like that. This book is good uh, and it helps advance the story, but it was honestly incomplete, which isn't anyone's fault. I'm not saying it's the author's fault or anything. It's just the way it is when you write the second book of a trilogy. That's, that's just um, the nature of things. You're, you have neither the beginning nor the ending. Um, I don't know, for, for me, like, I mean, again, not the author's fault, not a, not, a, not a criticism, just my own perspective. Sometimes it seems like the middle of a story gets lost for me, like like the beginning is memorable, the ending is memorable, sometimes the middle is, um, it just gets, gets lost a little bit. Not always, it just, just depends. Um, but um, so I feel like, you know, I, I enjoy it a lot, but I'm, but I'm like, it's, it's the middle, it's different. Um, and the other thing that I thought was interesting is these, these books are using an ensemble cast. Again, it's, it's the whole Jedi Order, uh, or at least, you know, the, several members of the Jedi Order 200 years ago, or 200 years before the movies, versus a whole group of bad guys. Um, the villains are called the Nihil, or I don't know how you spell it, or how you pronounce it. It's N-I-H-I-L, clearly taken from the word, like, nihilistic or annihilate. I've been calling them the, the Nihil. I don't know if other people pronounce it Nihil or something like that. Anyway, I think Nihil sounds cooler. Anyway, um, they're like, I guess you could say terrorists, but um, but 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 they're like... For us, and we can. Um, they're, they're, they're not really like, you know, like, like like some bad guys at least have the pretense of establishing order or something like that, um, like, like the Empire. These guys are just playing, playing like, you know, we're being bad, we're, we're, we're taking things and scaring people and hurting people because we want people to notice us, basically. Um, so it's the whole Jedi Order versus this whole group army of bad guys called the Nihil, and um, and so there was an ensemble cast, and as such, they've kind of shifted the characters. Like, like um, this book focuses on slightly different characters than the first book did. So, like, um, the main characters here. So, there's a couple, couple of main characters in the first book who weren't in this one much. There's a Jedi named Avar Chris, who became. Um, I mean, this is minor spoilers. Spoilers for the first book if you haven't read it yet. Um, but if if you're watching this, hopefully you've you, you've read it or 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 you are not yet invested enough to care. Um, but there's a guy who like be, became a, a galactic hero in the first book, and she's um, she's mentioned here in this one, but she's, she's not really in it because I guess she's she's now in the public eye. She's off doing her own thing somewhere else. And there was a Jedi who was a main character in the first book, um, who was captured by the by the bad guys at the end of the first book. He was kept captured by the, by the Nihil. So for most of this book, he's held captive, and he's not a main character in this one. He's in it a little bit, um, but he's not. He, um, no spoilers there. But he's not a main character in this one. So um, the the main characters are ones who were like a little more minor in the first book, but now they're getting more fleshed out. So it's like tangential to the characters you already know. Um, it's kind of kind of interesting how that works. So the main characters, I think there's like two or three main protagonists. Um, um, this one in the middle, um, this guy, his name is Stellan Gios. He's a main character here. Um, there's another one named Elzar Man. I don't. I, I'm not always sure how to match match physical physical description. I don't think that's him. I think it's the other main character, Bell's Bell Zedafar. Anyway, Elzar Man was a minor character in the first book, and then he was more major character in this one. 
Beldadavar, this guy on the end um, here, he's um, he was an apprentice and um, uh, you know, a Jedi Padawan, and his master is the one who got captured and is mostly out of the picture for this book. And now he's training under a new master, this lady Indira Stokes. So um, Beldadavar is more of a main character in this one too, even though uh, he was kind of a main character in the first book, but again, he was just, just a so I said those three or four are like the main characters of this book, but they also have many side characters or many who aren't beloved as much who are just mentioned and kind of play different roles because it's an ensemble cast and it's the whole Jedi Order and it's it's interesting. So it it's, focuses on slightly different characters, but um, but it's the same story. I mean, I mean it, it continues the story that the first book set up, but it's from a different perspective, from, from like someone else, different characters' perspectives. So it's cool to see that kind of thing, um, and it's not. It doesn't pick up right where the first book left off. It's like a year later, I think, um, after the, the first Nihil attack. But um, but it's um, they've they've you know they've had time to regroup, but they, they know their enemies are still out there and things like that. And um, spoiler warning: there is more of an attack and conflict here um, that'll happen. Um, so yeah, um, so the, the, the first book I mentioned, and I, 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 I said this in my review a while back, um, it was cool. Well, um, there was a. Like, like, the first book began with this really fast-paced section, like it was, I don't know, I mean, a, a, a longer section, maybe a third or a quarter of the book, maybe a third, um, that all was supposed to take place at basically within a few hours, because it was, like, this great disaster that happened in space, and spoiler warning, the bad guys caused it, actually, and the Jedi had to stop it, and then fi figure out, you know, pick up pieces, figure out what happened, um, and, you know, uh, I've mentioned my reading schedule, just because um, I'm a busy dad, I work full-time, I have a one-year-old at home, I'm trying to do my writing and, and self-promotion and stuff like that. My reading schedule is limited. I have maybe 30 minutes to an hour at night time to read, depending on how much I give myself, and so I'm only reading maybe a few chapters a night. And the chapters here are short, like it's this, this one book, 400 pages, it's like 70-some chapters, so I can read like four or five a night, um, but still, um, I'm not reading them all at once, so like there was this big section that's meant to be read, Probably all together, if you, if you can, because it's fast-paced and things take uh, and, and and it happens only in the course of a few hours, and things um, you know the, the action is really tense and and just um, fast there in a good way that keeps you engaged. This one um, is not quite the same, but I think it had a section like that in the middle. So it had some build-up at the beginning. Um, it had some, you know, it had some like exposition and getting to know the characters and seeing where they are again. Then in the middle of it was the bad guy's attack. I, I won't give you too many details because details, spoilers. So the middle of it had, I think, an extended section where it was like fast-paced and everything was taking place in a few hours. But, I, of course, I, I read it over the course of several, several days. That's just how my life works these days. But the middle had the section that if I had more free time, I would love to read all at once because it was fast-paced. I think it's meant to be read all at once. And then the end, the last third or whatever, was also picking up the pieces from the, from the attack, regrouping, figuring things out. And there was a little bit more action toward the end. I won't, I won't tell you all, but um, yeah. So it's it's been structured like that. I wonder now again. The third book's out. Haven't read it yet. I wonder if the third book will have a section like that, kind of towards the end. That would make sense because I expected to end in a climactic and a battle of some sort. Um, so we'll see about that. Hopefully, they can read that in a few months and see what happens. So um, yeah. Other than the you know what I mentioned already, the action being fast paced and the characters. Um, I think the author did a good job with those. Um, he also, you know, he he did well at, at fleshing out minor characters, or at least at least you know mentioning and bringing them in. There are some new characters here who haven't been ex fully explored yet. They 
they meet a lady during during the battle who seems to be an ally and seems to have Jedi training, but she's no longer with the Jedi. Like she left at some point. They didn't give her backstory yet. I wonder if they will in the third book. So like, he's introducing some new characters, and they it makes the galaxy feel real. It makes them makes makes them feel deep and and like it has de- detail and such. But it it, it also leaves, leaves the reader wanting more, which I guess from a reader from a, from a reader's perspective is 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 sad because I'm like, oh, I want to know who it is. From a writer's perspective, it's 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 good because it makes the reader want to read the next book. So he does all that well. As a character um, development and character introduction and pacing, he does well. Um, you know, those are all good things. And if you just like a good Star Wars action adventure, as I do, this is a fun read. Like the first book was, like most of them are. So um, all good on that point, as you'd expect. Um, if I had to criticize something, um, this is something maybe I'm, I'm noticing more because people have mentioned it in my writing too, and and um, Maybe it's more than just one book. Uh, maybe it's more than just one Star Wars book. But like, I've heard people say that like with, with visual media, like sci-fi, or at least things that began in movie form, like Star Wars or like superheroes, sometimes like 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 I'm writing about. Some people say prose does not fully convey the picture, or I guess the the action, or that maybe that that grandiose presence they want to. Um, that wasn't always a problem for me. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm connected to the stories enough. And I just love the Star Wars universe, so that that I would I would read it in any form. And I, I kind of realized that as I was younger, like like yeah, sometimes I have a hard time picturing things. I I picture the big picture, not all the de- all the details always, but I can't always tell what's happening. But um, there are times when I'm when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not. I have to kind of fill a scene in my in, in my mind, and I'm not really sure what's going on over here or exactly what the area looks like. Um, some characters are given des- visual descriptions, maybe maybe more than more than 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 I realized. But with a large cast of characters, it's hard to keep track of them all, especially because there's alien races and such like that, and alien names. Like sometimes he'll say things like um, he'll refer to, an al- to a character by their species, like the Talpini or the um, I forget who else, the Togruta or something like that. And I have to, then I have to keep track of not only um, the name of the character, but also the name of their species and what that species looks like. And I'm sure I didn't picture all of them right every time. Um, I had to be like, okay, what, who's that character again? What, what, which one is that? And I had to go back and forth a little bit. Um, even me with my Star Wars lore and Star Wars knowledge and all that stuff, um, I don't always remember <laughs> which species is which. I don't have, have everything memorized, um, every, every character, but there's new stuff. So I, I just say that, I mean, this being such a high sci-fi complex world or galaxy with many different species and many different characters, um, I can see what people mean. When they say things like it's hard to keep track of those all in prose, um, you know, some, I mean, obviously Star Wars was made for a visual medium. If it, in an alternate universe, if it had begun in books and and like then later been adapted to film, I don't know if it would have done so well. I mean, this is just me, I'm speculating. Um, I think I think obviously the, the success of Star Wars and and even being in print media, um, obviously is riding on the tails of the movies and such like that and. Probably still will be for a while, but um, anyway. All, all, all that being said, I still enjoyed it. It was a, a minor criticism, if, if anything. Just some parts are like it's hard to visualize. It's hard to keep track of who, who which character is. You know, um, you have to paint your own mental picture instead of seeing it on the screen. Which some people, for, for, for some people, that's what, that's what they like most about reading is painting their own mental mental picture. Um, for some people, it's harder work. I'm kind of in the middle somewhere. I have to think about it a little bit, but I still enjoy it when I get the chance. Um, so. Take that as you will. Um, I, I, I realized, you know, this kind of deep sci-fi in prose form is not for everyone. I gave my wife one of the Star Wars books to read, um, 
by Timothy Zahn, who's my favorite of, of, the, of the Star Wars authors. And, and he, he read part of it. She enjoyed it, but I think, uh, well, I'm, also, our, um, she was busy with, with teaching classes, and I think our kid was born somewhere in that, in, that, in, in that range. So, I mean, she had good reasons for not finishing, but I think she never came back to it and, and later was like, yeah, it's just hard for me to visualize all the different names and, and species and stuff. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. No, no worries there. Um, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Not every book's going to be everyone's cup of tea. Um, when you write, your book will not be everyone's cup of tea or everyone's whatever. That's why you're writing to your target audience and trying to, get, to do things that your target audience will enjoy. And then when you find those people, they respond to your work. Anyway, that's just a side tangent, but that's kind of the principle I've been hearing and internalizing and repeating when it comes to marketing and putting yourself out there and things like that. So anyway, Star Wars The High Republic by Kevin Scott. Um, overall, a good book. Not a complete book, obviously, or I mean, I mean, not 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 a complete story because it's part of a trilogy. If you want to read this, don't start with this one. Read the High Republic, High Republic, the Light of the Jedi first by Charles Soule. But um, good trilogy. If you like Star Wars, if you like sci-fi action adventure, um, this is a good place to go. And I'd even say if you want to get into the Star Wars books and, and, and you don't want to, you don't know to know where where to start, this trilogy is a good place to start because it's new characters. It's it's character it, it's a mostly self-contained trilogy i think it doesn't build on all the stuff beforehand it's brand new characters brand new story in the same star wars universe that you're already familiar with so if you want to get into the star wars universe of books and have no 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 where to start don't start with this one start with one before it but this is a good book in that saga so that's all for today um keep reading writing and doing your thing and i will see you later may the force be with you all thanks for watching